Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, the Black Caps return to action tonight for the first time since the World Test Championship final in England, but the conditions couldn't be more different as they prepare to take on Bangladesh in Dhaka in the first of five T20 internationals. Joining us uh, from back in New Zealand is the New Zealand or Black Caps New Zealand bowling coach, Shane Jurgensen. Uh, good morning, Shane. First of all, what it's uh, like watching from afar, it's going to be a bit tough because you know Bangladesh pretty well. Oh, Smithy, good morning. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm moving the batting with you. I'm, you're starting your show, so I'm, I'm a bit out of my comfort zone. But yeah, I'm out of my comfort zone too. Uh, um, watching the boys from afar, it'll be interesting to see. You know, it'll be a great challenge for them against Bangladesh, who... Um, beat Australia recently in a series there. So you've got three squads uh, that you're involved with, um, you know, one afar uh, at the moment. Uh, you're going to be joining, I understand, you're going to be joining the one that goes to uh, Pakistan, is that correct? Yeah, at this stage I was just working through some um, visa issues with the lockdowns at the moment, but this stage, yeah, joining them for the, the T20 part of Pakistan, that's correct. Okay, so let's uh, look at the squads, the bowling side of things that, that you have, uh, particularly for, for this group um, that uh, is going to play tonight. Uh, under Glenn Pocknell, uh, who's a, a relatively new name for us, and uh, Graham Aldridge, who's been around the cricket scene for quite some time, who is the bowling coach. Tell us a wee bit about Graham's strength and, and how you communicate with him uh, with work on these squads. Yeah, it's really important from our perspective that the transition and the players are the priority. So um, I've known Graham for a long time from my previous stint with the team uh, when he was still playing, and he's a very calm, calm uh, coach, and has you know been coaching for a while with Northern Districts as a bowling coach, and now as their head coach. So he's very familiar with that group and been working with high performance uh, teams uh, for a while, and. And Glenn Pocknell's had a very successful stint so far with Wellington Firebirds, particularly in the white ball formats. But, uh, you, know, he's, you know, he's having a fantastic opportunity. And we, we have spent some time with the players, um, all of us coaches, in the two camps leading up to our departure, uh, or the, the team's departure to Bangladesh. So, you know, we've tried to make the transition as smooth as possible. And the, the squad that's in Bangladesh right now, there's only two players that have never, that haven't, uh, yet played for New Zealand, so you know they'll they'll all be very keen for this opportunity to to play well as a team. Let's uh, look at the bowling depth that you've got at your disposal. Now you've been in this gig uh, for New Zealand um, over nine years now, so you know, and in the course of a couple of stunts. But 
Uh, you must be pretty pleased with uh, the bowling unit as a whole. I mean, it's operating like a, a pretty well-oiled machine, uh, regardless of the com uh, of the conditions. Yeah, really, really happy. Uh, you know what we did recently in England and uh, all, all the formats, really, Smithy. That it's been great to see their development. Um, I think with the success of the team. Um, consistencies around selection and the confidence within the group. Um, you know, you've got a, a steady group of bowlers that have either in one format or have been across all formats, and that's allowed us to, you know, really work on that depth. And I think that's, um, you know, and even and even now, that's a fantastic opportunity for our spinners um, and our young spinners that have been doing really well in domestic cricket. So, you know, with KJ and then obviously Tim and Trent, for us, KJ's rise and tests, um, particularly, um, and obviously Neil doing his, his job there. And then in the white ball format, you know, we've got some guys that can really bowl some heat now, um, which is amazing too. You know, Lockie, Lockie Ferguson, Adam Milne, who's had unfortunately some injuries of late, but is playing consistent cricket for nearly a year now. So exciting times. And a young Ben Sears who, you know, at some stage will feature in this tour. Can you coach pace? People ask me, can you coach pace, Shane? Uh, can you coach pace? I think fast bowling is a real, uh, it's, it's, it's an attitude. Um, there's no doubt you're going to get injured. Um, and that's, you know, to give you an example, in Lockheed's, you know, as, as I've just said, Lockheed's had stress fractures. Adam Milne's had foot issues for a few years, but he's back and firing now. It just comes with the territory. So, look, when, you, when you're fast you're fast and, and that's just I know that sounds pretty simple to answer but it, it is a different kettle of fish you know the guys that are fast they're, they're above the other ones <laughs> and uh, there's just that extra pace and that extra element um, yeah there's certainly something that's done and built over a long period of time with a mixture of what people are born with but also the hard work in the gym and, and, and running and the fitness element to, to support that over for a long period of time for those that haven't seen him, uh, and I'll put my hand up here, I haven't seen much of him, Ben Sears, tell us about his uh, attributes that he's going to be uh, lining up tonight. Yeah, I think uh, with Ben, he's done really well uh, domestically, particularly in the T20 format um, for Wellington or white ball format so far. Um, he's 23 um, and he's got some long arms, long legs. He's got you know quite a... Um, a different action. It's, it's sort of, and with that action though, he's got long levers that be able to create that extra pace. And you know he's done really well. And for a while, he's been in the high performance programs of the winter training squad in New Zealand Day. So he's, you know, he deserved his opportunity to be in that squad. Um, not too sure when he'll feature as yet, but you know he's done he's done really well. And he's, he's got to learn a lot from this tour, um, which is a fantastic opportunity for him. But one thing that we do know is he bowls really good pace and he's been frightening a few batters for a while now. So he's got a good opportunity to, to you know, get himself under a, a fantastic experience in Bangladesh and Pakistan. One of the players that has amazed the world of cricket, actually, uh, with just how quickly and how devastating his early impact has been, of course, is uh, Kyle Jamieson. Uh, now you've uh, seen him when he first came into the squad, you noticed him, um, he, he was floating around the scenes and all of a sudden you gave him the ball and the rest is a very, very quick and impressive history. 
Um, what is it about him? I mean, you can't coach, maybe you can't coach pace too much. You certainly can't coach height. If you haven't got it, you haven't got it. So what are his attributes? And, and perhaps let's get inside his head a wee bit. We know what he's like physically, but what about his head? Mm. Oh, look, you know, it's a great question. He's really developed into, you know, he's uh, a very skillful um, bowler. Um, he's obviously tall. And the one thing that was not surprising, but how much impact he's had when he first came on, because probably not up until when he first started with New Zealand, uh, the Black Caps, um, there, there was always a, a bit of a, a question around whether he was accurate enough with the new ball. And I'm sure Kyle being Kyle, he'll probably question that. And that's the best thing about Kyle is he's always wanting to learn. He's always wanting to get better. Um, he, he puts me under pressure. So he'll say to me, like recently, one of his questions is, is what have I got to do to get better at T20 cricket? What are the things that I need to do? And he, he puts you under pressure to make him better, which is, you know, a, a fantastic um, attribute for any young person in sport that wants to get better, just continually wanting to learn. And he's done a lot of work away from the bat and the ball um, on, his, on his mental game, how to approach it, um, how to stay calm under pressure. Um, and he really does dot his I's and cross his T's to give himself every opportunity to be successful. And the one thing that really pleased me in the, the World Test Championship final was that last morning, and, and all our bowlers are like this, I'm not taking anything away from how well the other guys have done. But I think with Kyle, he, with him just personally, the way that he approached that last morning against India, and I was just, he wanted me to go and talk to him just so, just to sort of, not so much to give him advice, but he wanted to um, talk to me about things. And he was actually telling me what he's going to do. And I'm going to put this player here for pant. This is the plan I'm going to bowl. And hopefully that's going to work. And then just the way that he approached getting Pajara and Coley out before that was amazing. And that's, you know, he's really developed not just as a bowler to execute really good lines and lengths and swing the ball both ways, but he's, he's also developed his plans around what field placements to basically keep the batter guessing. Shane Jurgensen, I mean, apart from Neil Wagner, who is basically a red ball bowler in terms of international cricket anyway, when bowlers come along to you these days, do you, do you look to earmark them for a particular form or, you know, bearing in mind that, you know, white ball cricket uh, can be uh, a lot more lucrative than red ball cricket, do you, do you keep them open-minded right from the outset or do you, uh, within your, your thinking, do you earmark them in terms of their development for one particular form to begin with? Yeah, it's a, it's a really good, um, tough, tough sort of, you know, game these days around that because there's so many opportunities with white ball cricket. And I think, you know, another example of this would be maybe Lockie, who was doing, you know, really well, probably initially maybe more in the red ball format for Auckland. And then he started playing for us in white ball cricket with the, the Black Caps and has had such a, a fantastic impact. And, you know, I, sometimes you just can't predict what's going to happen. Um and it's just the way that it goes. And I think there's been a few players of that type of example. So certainly 
um, don't want to earmark them. But I think through our programs and our systems and the high performance unit, as I've had previous mentioned, and, and working closely with us and watching these players, you, you soon discover where their strengths are and are they accurate? You know, where do they swing the ball and, um, you know, how they swing the ball and what skills can they bring to the team in that particular role? And that's where Gary and Kane and, and, the, and Gab Larson sort of, they hone in on that type of stuff. So, you know, us job as coaches, we, we try to have the players become totally um, involved in their game um, to have the plans that they need and the one word that you probably hear us use consistently is adapt. And if we can get players to have two or three slower balls, great Yorker, great bouncer, and be able to swing the ball and be accurate, well, potentially every player that presents themselves can play all formats for New Zealand. And when we're under pressure, we've got to adapt to the pitch and what that is doing and the situation of the game. And Look, we just try to make sure they got all the areas covered. And, you know, no one's ever the polished cricketer, the finished product. Um, it does take a while. And, you know, you're seeing really good things from, you know, things like Tim Southey, how he's adapted his game beautifully over the years from being a really good Yorker bowler when he was younger. And now he's got fantastic slow balls to complement um, his already good good skills. So, you know, we're always working on the guys to have the complete game and adapt it accordingly. Shane, we just had a quick text in from Chris. Who is the quickest of the three quicks? In your mind, if they're all operating at full capacity, who's the fastest bowler New Zealand has at the moment? Oh, thanks, Chris. Good question. Um, oh, look, I think at the moment probably Lockie still is up there. Um, when Lockie comes in and he's at all guns and he, he's firing, I mean, I thought that game against West Indies at Eden Park last year, unfortunately... He was injured just after it, but that was one of the quickest spells I've seen. I mean, to, to see the way that that particular game changed. I mean, it, you might remember West Indies had quite a good start after three or four overs. And then he came on and was bowling mid-150s and looked like he was doing it quite easily. So, yeah, Lockie's probably still up there, but, you know, probably, you know, Ben and Milne aren't far behind him, so... We'll see. We'll see. It'd be great to see them all playing maybe one day together if, it, if it, all the, the stars align. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, Shane, doing a great job. Uh, look, uh, long may it continue too because uh, we've got a heck of a team at the moment based around the fact that we bowl sides out and that's the key to it as far as I'm concerned. So uh, well done. Uh, it's been out, outstanding and uh, all the best for what's coming up for this season away and at home and uh, most importantly travel safely. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Millie. Nice to hear your voice again. Great to, doing great things. Thanks, mate, as always. Bye now. Cheers, Jugo. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, uh, Shane Jurgensen there, man, as he got uh, his finger on the pulse in terms of our bowling stocks. Uh, yeah, outstanding. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.